Ephesians chapter 6. Let's turn there and let's do this thing. Chapter 6, verse 10. Let's start in, uh, yeah, we'll start in verse 10. That's perfect. Thank you, Lord. Let me take a look here. I want to say good morning to everybody. Thank you guys for joining. I appreciate everybody that's on. Brother Randy, good morning to you. Thank you for joining. Appreciate you being on this morning. It's a God morning. Appreciate you being here. Miss Ruth, good to see you. Thank you for joining. I appreciate you being on the show. Mom, I love you. Thank you for joining. Good morning, Mom. Good to see you so much. Claudette, thank you for joining. I appreciate you being on. Good morning. Hey, Ben, good morning to you. Good to see you this morning. Thank you for joining. Jared and Mandy, I appreciate you guys being on. Thank you so much for watching, being on the show. Appreciate it. Amanda, good to see you this morning. Thank you for joining. Appreciate you being on. Miss Victoria, thank you for joining. I appreciate you being here. Billy, good morning to you. It's good to see you this morning. Thank you for joining the show. Appreciate you being on. Well, if and if you comment, like I said, I'll, I'll see your comments here in just a second. There's a little delay between uh, commenting and when I see people's comments and things or uh, in the show and things like that. So I'll see you in just a second, but thank you guys for joining. I appreciate you studying with me and being with me this morning. Like I said, as always like the page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the, uh, the notification bell, all the different things. I hope this shows a blessing to you. Um, and I hope it encourages your day. So Ephesians chapter six, verse 10, I'm going to read out of the new King James and let's start from there. Finally, my brethren, this is Paul speaking, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may, may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. There, stand therefore, this is verse 14, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. I want you to highlight in verse 16, it says, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. If you, have, if you don't have that highlighted, go ahead and highlight that. Above all. So, Paul, we, there's, there's a big emphasis on, I want to get to verse 10 and 11, but there's a big emphasis on putting on all of the armor. There's no doubt we need all of the armor of God. Say, I need all of the armor of God. You don't just need a, a, you know, the knee pads. Like when we were kids, you'd go out rollerblading or you'd go out uh, uh, bike riding or whatever. And you were younger, you didn't want to wear the helmet. You didn't want to wear the knee pads, the elbow pads, the, you know, all the pads. And even, even still today, I refuse to wear a helmet if I go ride my bike. I, I refuse to be restrained, right? But when it comes to the things of God, you don't want to avoid any armor. You want all the armor that you can get because 
God, and we'll get to this, strengthens us. He gives us power and strength. But highlight that. Paul, uh, this is just sticking out to me now. He says, above all, taking the shield of faith. So faith is a key ingredient with these things. And we're going to talk about how this mixes in. Because I, I read something out of out of the Greek translation, um, which is to be strong. And let's go into verse 10 here. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So it's not your might. It's not our might. It's not my might. It's not the, your ability. But you have some uh, strengthening to get. Uh, let me read this to you out of the... Uh, at the, at the Greek, the word strong in the Greek means it is translated in Donamu. And it, it means to acquire, to acquire strength or to, or to uh, translate it as strengthened, to be strengthened. So it's not, uh, when he says be strong, it's, so, there's a lot of emphasis on gathering the strength. There's a lot we're going to pull out of this. Just like we pulled out of Second Corinthians chapter two or chapter ten, we pulled a lot out of that weapons of our warfare, and we were able to pull a lot out of that scripture. I feel we're going to do the same with this because I want to stick to verse ten and eleven. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, and put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So the enemy. So first of all, the the enemy. He has attacks against you regularly. There's attacks against your life, against your ability, against your soul, against all the things that uh, he's going to try to do against you. Um, that word wiles in the Greek means methodius. In other words, his methods. So, so the enemy, this is important for us to understand. We're talking about war and battle. We've been kind of on this subject since last week. Um, weapons of our warfare battling. The enemy has wiles or methods, and he uses different means and plans. Let me read this to you. Different means, plans, and schemes used to deceive, entrap, and enslave, and ruin the souls of men. So the enemy, again, in verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So two things are happening. We have to use the strength that we obtain, and it takes you obtaining the strength. Just because God has the ability doesn't mean that you have the ability. God's ability is limitless. God can can do all things. And your ability, uh, your ability to overcome and conquer is... Based on God's ability to help you with that, just because God or, or your belief, I should say, your ability to tap into God's ability to help you. God's ability is limitless. Just because God's limitless doesn't make you limitless. You have to tap into that strength and, and he has to become your refuge. Let me read this to you out of Psalms. The book of Psalms in 46, chapter 46, verse one, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble is great scripture to meditate on. In fact, Paul uh, or uh, David in the Psalm, you'll see a lot of times it says Selah throughout the verses. 
which really just means stop and think about it or stop and meditate on this. Process this. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth is, re- is will be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar and be troubled, the mountains shake with its swelling. Uh, God is our very help in time of trouble, and he strengthens us. He empowers us. So you think about this. Our strength comes from the Lord. It's not our own strength, but we have to obtain this strength. That word be strong in is to obtain the strength, be strengthened by uh, having acquired strength. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So this is going to take you gathering some strength from the, this means you getting close to God. You're going to have to get close to God and put to be able to strengthen yourself. This is before you even put on the armor of God. The armor of God is, we've got more weapons here. Uh, we've, or we've got some weapons that we can use, but you've got, you've got some, some armor to protect you in the midst of the battle, but God's strength is what you have to obtain for you. You can't even put on the armor. You don't have the ability to put on the armor without being strengthened by God. This is some heavy armor. This is some intense armor. The armor, the the equipment that it's going to take to to work against the wiles of the enemy. Let's get back to that. The enemy has some wiles, methods, plans, schemes, and attacks for your life. And I want you to process that for a second. Yeah, I want you to process the fact that there is an enemy. And a lot of people don't, yeah, I've got my good friend Billy, uh, Billy Mortensen's on here uh, this morning. Good morning, Billy. It's good to see you. If I haven't said good morning to you, I apologize. Uh, they take a while to come in. So, Rosina, I see you. Good morning. Thank you for joining. But the enemy, a lot of people don't recognize, but my friend Billy, I, was, I brought up Billy. He's been in war. And, and there, there's others in here that are military backgrounds. I know, Brother Randy, you're a military background. And if I miss you and you're in a military background, uh, I don't mean to, it's it's no offense and I appreciate your service, but I was referencing Billy. He's been in mili- in the military in battle and he understands what it, and we under, we, we, you may understand what it is to have an enemy, but a lot of, in day-to-day life, we don't understand this foe, meaning we have someone attacking against you. You know, if you're on a sports team, you have another team that's working against you, working against your ability. You have an attacker. You as a human being, me and you, we have an enemy. We have a foe that's planning, scheming. He has what the Bible calls it wiles and in Greek translated uh, methods. That, that word translated methodeos is he has methods. Think about the cruelty and the, the disturbing fact that someone is strategizing it's not a fake being. It's not someone that's imaginary. There's an existence. If you could peer into the spiritual and see the, the creatures, the demonic forces, a lot of them have this magnificent appearance to them because they're fallen angels and they've become demonic. And de- I'm not saying magnificent, like beautiful, just a very strong appearance to them because they they've fallen from heaven. And I'm not, I'm not bringing attention to glorify the enemy, but you got to understand you have to stand to, to be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. 
you have to be able to understand the wiles of the enemy or know that what the attacks that are coming towards you are very real. This is happening. You wonder why there's challenges within anything that you do. It's not because God makes it that way. God doesn't want to make it difficult for you. I mean, think about how easy he made it for Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. He couldn't have made it any easier. He set that thing up. I mean, that thing took care of itself. All he had to do was keep it. All he had to do was maintain it. Keep, And it just grew. It increased. There was no decrease in it. There was no absence of life in it. And it took a man with influence of sin to mess up what it was. So there's a constant attack against us. You and me, not just you. I'm not coming against you as a person saying it, you've got, you know, you've got all these problems and I don't. Listen, the wiles of the enemy, the methods of the enemy are against you and against me regularly on a regular basis. And we have to understand that in order to overcome what has, and this is the strategy of it. You've already, you just have to maintain. You don't have to uh, reinvent the wheel and re-save yourself, re-redeem yourself. All you have to do is walk in the victory that Jesus has made available for you. You just have to choose to walk in it. And what's difficult about that, I think, is what we're doing at this exact moment in time. It, that it's You don't have to study at 6 o'clock in the morning. You, you happen to join me. And I know there's thousands of people that are up at 6 in the morning that or, or and get their day started early. That's just the, their preference, right? But that what we're doing, studying, taking time out of our day, our busy day, to do things that we need to accomplish to further our life. We're stopping and we're spending time with God in his word, his undeniable word to strengthen ourselves from his might, with his ability, with his might, because there is an enemy that's going to try to attack what you're doing on a regular basis. And you've got to make a decision. Well, you don't have to make a decision. You are making a decision regularly, which direction you're going to allow the enemy to attack you. And your decision is based on, I should say, that decision is made for you based on your actions. You don't have to sit and make a decide, I decide today that I'm going to win. You don't have to make a physical decision. Your actions make that decision for you. And the wiles of the enemy, the methods, plans, schemes, but just process that. I said all that to justify why I'm bringing up the enemy. But I want to I want to tell you this. Get back to the reason I brought this up. Um, sit and process that there is a, a being that is scheming, planning, creating methods and ideas and strategies to, to stop what you're doing, to come against, to... Uh, Make failure of what you're doing. Make it hard to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Sit and process that. Sit and think about that for a second. That there's a a being that when you try to go do something to be successful, you put your hand to something, that on the other side of that, looking back at you, there's an enemy that's trying to figure out how to make it difficult for you. 
how to make it hard for you to accomplish that, how to make it so that you fail at it. Someone looking directly like, like I'm sitting here and you're sitting there and I'm, I'm trying to, to thwart what you're trying to accomplish. Almost like a, two football teams or a basketball team, you know, two teams coming against each other. The enemy is, is looking at you and looking around at what you're doing, trying to like you, let's, let's say you're trying to get a promotion at your job. And there's certain things you need to do to have that success or get that promotion or go to the next level in your job. Uh, it's going it, to, and let's say your boss is going, it's going to take you to do this, 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 and this to have this promotion. And it's parts of the job. The, the enemy is sitting there going, how, to, how can I, if there's four things, how can I mess this up, screw this up, make this challenging and, and remove this opportunity? How can I do? That they're working against you, and you're just going to flippantly walk around on a day-to-day basis. I'm going to flippantly walk around on a day-to-day basis and just assume that I I have no work to do. Listen, here's the here's the victory of it. You have already earned the victory through the work of Jesus. You can't earn it, but that victory has been earned to you through someone else's victory that they paid for you. You've already earned it. All you have to do is walk in it. You are, you have won the victory already on the other side of that obstacle. On the other side of those four tasks, the promotion is there. The increase is there. The blessing is already on the other side of it. All you have to do is strengthen yourself in the Lord to walk through that thing and win. So don't be discouraged the fact that there's someone against you regularly trying to beat you trying to stop you he can't that's the victory he can't he can't stop you the only way he can stop you is if you're not walking in the victory that belongs to you and that's strengthening yourself with the lord keeping the armor of god on that's all you have to do the only work you don't have to go and defeat him All you have to do is strengthen yourself in the Lord and the power of his might. He's our refuge. He's our strength. He's our ability to win. And you have to strengthen yourself in it. But process that for a second. Before we move on to this next part, this is going to be a a couple days. We're going to meditate on this scripture for a couple days. I can already see it. Because there's so much in this, we can't neglect any other part of it. But... Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So let's reverse this as we do with scriptures, as we meditate. And this is what you have to do with scriptures. If you want to really get the, get everything you can out of the scripture and the word, you got to sit, meditate. Now, a lot of time, that's that's what I'll do for these shows is I won't write out a curricula, curriculum or, or I won't write out a message. I just write down the scripture. And then I write down a couple bullet points that stick out to me. And then we take this show and we meditate on it together. We process it together. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So let's reverse that. Like we said, if you don't put on the whole armor of God, you may not be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. If the former is true, the latter has to be true. In other words, if, If it's true the way it's written, the opposite has to be factual. If we don't put on the armor of God, you may not be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
you, you may not be able to. In victory that you've already won. In, in, in success that's already been earned for you. It's already been paid for for you. Like how disappointing would that be if I found out there's a one of my favorite restaurants in town that I where we live. It's a restaurant in downtown Jacksonville. And it's one of the finest restaurants I've ever been to. I've been to a lot of not very nice restaurants and there are some nicer than that, but it's one of the nicest especially here in where I live in the in Jacksonville Ponte Vedra area that it's got high quality food. The service is impeccable. They walk you to the table. If you have to use the restroom, they walk you to that area. So you don't, you know, if you need anything, you know, they don't walk you in the bathroom. And then, you know, they, they're constantly checking on you. Multiple people come out. It's just excellent service. And if I found out someone paid for a year of meals for me there, and I'm talking, this is not a $70, $80 meal. You're talking, you know, when we go there, if just two, three people go, there's the the meal is expensive. And and I I enjoy the food there. It's why it's high quality food. It's not like, you know, low quality stuff. But if I found out someone paid for a year's worth of meal of dinners there, I could go there every day, 365 days from January 1st to December 31st for the entire year. I could go every night to dinner. Of course you'd get sick of the place, but my point is if I found out any time in the year I could go, just the, the dinners are comped. Anytime I go to dinner, it's comped there. So if I want to go next month, I go. If I want to go this week, I go. And it's completely comped. But I just didn't know how to get there. Or, or, or better yet, I knew how to get there, and I just never made time to go. I just never took the time out to take my wife on a date. And, uh, you know, and she's really not into that type of place her you know she her 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 uh her level of what would be an amazing date night would be to go get chips and queso at a at a you know a, me- a mexican restaurant we have tacos and a rice and chicken bowl that'd be that's her idea of a, a fancy date night you know that and that's her personality i love her for that but I'm just saying if I just never took my wife there and never took my daughter there who loves steak and, you know, nice food as well. And I just never did it. What a waste that would be. Not only for me, obviously I miss out on all the opportunity for all the good stuff, but what a waste for the person that paid for that year, paid it all in advance that any meal I want to go to made the arrangements communicated with the, 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 the people there, the waiters, the management made sure they knew that when I come, when I'm coming, that it'd be taken care of. They, they don't ask me for, a, a, the, you know, ask me for my card. They, they just take care of everything. What a waste that would be. And here God has sent his, his only son for us to pay for the victory, pay for what we, uh, have not had to earn ourselves victory. And if we don't walk in that, because, you know, and there's a lot of people that don't even know how to walk in this victory. Maybe you, you don't know how to walk in victory in your life. Walking in victory is very easy. You know, these things, I was thinking about that this morning. I was thinking about business, all these different things that are coming up in my life and these different things we're, we're doing. And I was, I was just processing some thoughts and I went, wow, uh, is this hard to do? Which side is harder? 
the business doing the business like let's say you you have a a, a delivery i don't know let's think of something simple let's say you deliver flowers just something simple you own a you own a florist and you're a florist and you own a flower shop and you deliver flowers and people order bouquets and things from you is that is that hard the business doing the business making the flower arrangements getting the material the you know communication with customers uh, delivering the flowers to people, get, ordering flowers, making sure you have inventory, uh, making sure you have the the packaging and the, the 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 store is set up properly, and you have all the things in the store for people to come in and purchase as well as so that they can order it and you can do all the orders. And is that hard, or is the this is just thoughts I was having this morning, or is the fundamental side of the bit not not the fundamental but the administrative side is the accounting taxes the the uh, uh, keeping track of all of your payroll it, it, uh, the the maintenance on the building not just doing the work in the building but owning the building and the and the and the fees that come along with the business and the yearly reports and the te- which one's harder and i just thought i went I, i'm set i sat there and i thought for a second i was like uh, just i was just like i said i'm just thinking about some different things and i thought neither of those are hard neither of those are difficult like they're not like like if you're trying to bench press something that's hard to do that takes effort and you know you got to strain to do that which one of those would be hard neither of them are hard what's then what why doesn't everybody do it is because it takes time it 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 takes something of your day that you only have limited amount of and it takes time to do either one of those well why don't people put on the whole armor of God? Is it hard? Is it difficult to do? No, it's not. It's not because it's a, it's, it belongs to you. It's been paid for. It's yours. It belong, it's yours. You can do whatever you want with it. Why don't people stand against the wiles of the devil? Well, most of the time, they don't take the time to realize that there's someone looking them in the eyes as they're looking to do anything. They're trying to start a business. They're trying to provide for their family. They're trying to, you're trying to uh, provide for your family, meet the, uh, 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 pay bills. And, uh, you know, not you're the provider. I know you trust God. I'm not saying that, but you're trying to pay the bills and, and supply needs for the family and uh, meet deadlines and do all these things and keep relationships right and all these things. And we, we forget that there's someone looking at you, watching you day to day. It's, it, Dylan, that's that's scary. That's creepy. Well, call it what you want. It's reality. There's an enemy watching you going, all right, what can I do to make this harder? He's got he's got methods, means and plans and schemes used to deceive and trap and enslave. This is the Greek. He has methods and attacks and schemes to stop you. Why are things more complicated than they have to be? It's not because of you. You have the victory. You've been earned the victory from someone else. You didn't earn it. You have, through someone else's earning, you've received the victory. You've The victory belongs to you. Why don't I walk in it? Why don't I see it as much as I want to? You have you. There's wiles of the enemy that are working against you. And you have to strengthen yourself. You have to strengthen yourself. Amen, Billy. Practice makes... I'm going to correct that. I'm gonna, Billy said practice makes perfect, and I agree with him. Practice is, is key to perfection. 
But it's not practice that makes perfect. It's perfect practice that makes perfect. Because you could be practicing wrong. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, nitpicking, but Billy's close, you know, we, we've been in men's discipleship group together, so I'll nitpick on him. But, it, it you know, neglect, he's 100% right. Neglect makes it imperfection, and but it takes perf- perfecting what God has given you, practicing that regularly on a regular basis and improving on that. And getting better at it, sharpening yourself. It's remember this: victory belongs to you. Jesus is the one that paid for the victory, and God is our refuge. He sets us high above. He's paid the ultimate price for you and for me. He's given everything to own the victory for you and for me, and gave it to us. Remember that Psalms forty-five, and we'll close with this. Psalms 45. Or 46, I'm sorry. 46. God is our refuge and our strength. God is our strength. You have strength. Oh, that's so good. You have strength, but your strength is not your own. Your strength is within the Lord. He's our very present help in trouble. God is our refuge and our strength, our very present help in the midst of trouble. 